You're listening to Flying Casual, a Star Wars podcast. Here's your host, Michael Canterbury. Flying Casual fam, coming in hot. Episode 12 of Flying Casual. Nice and, and uh, <clears throat> lumpy after the holiday. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, yeah. I uh, hope you guys got your fair share of stuffing and turkey or no meat at all. We didn't have a casual Thanksgiving. Casual. That that actually may... Next year. I, yeah. No, I mean, that could we could do that, right? Sure. Why not? Oh, why not? I mean, have everyone over, you mm. know? House fits probably about 15 to 20 people. Snuggly. That's that's being generous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a very, very snuggly Thanksgiving with the casual fam. If you're if you're all here. Um, yeah, back back from the holiday. Everyone got a little time off. We're two days behind on an episode release. But hopefully you guys will forgive us for that. But uh, Holly, get the lovely Holly here with me. Did you have a good Thanksgiving? I did. It was great. Did you eat a lot of nice vegetable, you know, inspired dishes? A pot pie. A pot pie with... Uh, vegetables. Vegetables, mashed potatoes, all the fixings. Yeah, stuffing. Turkey gizzard. Any? Of course. Of course. Okay. Just making sure. Got Luke here as well. Luke, did you have a pleasant Thanksgiving? I had a couple Thanksgivings, I would say. Uh, good times, uh, you know, round two. Let's round one, go. round two, back to back, Thursday, Friday. Oh, that's <laughs> at least it's not the same day. My I, when I was younger, my family, uh, we had a split family. You kind of did you know half the day with one, half the day with the other. So that was just exhausting. And also, I was sick every year. Like it was just one day of eating the same food, but you felt obligated to. You know, you had the one, the 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 one uh, family member there that made something really special. Well, you gotta try this. You gotta try that, honey. You gotta hurt my feelings. Well, that was in both families, and so I it was a it was a disaster. Um, but so that's good. You got to you got to spend time with with the in laws and your family, and just breaking bread. Did you have all the good fixings, Luke? Oh, a little bit of everything. We had uh, more than enough. Mm. Amen. And that and we are thankful for that, right? That we can stuff our faces with an absurd amount of food, you know, day in, day out. A uh, lot to be thankful for. Stuff um, our eye holes with Star Wars. And that's yeah, and that's what we're we're continuing to consume, you know, not, you know, with a, a turkey, but we're consuming Star Wars content, you know, whether it's the best content we've seen from Lucasfilm or not. As of late, um, we're thankful for it. We're thankful for the continued Star Wars content. Um, and so, yeah, but before we get into our main discussion point, um, discussion points, I guess we want to say for the day, a little bit of housekeeping. Um, if, if you've been on the social media lately, you've noticed that um, I've been out there just, you know, just I'm out there cr- creating t-shirts that's that's my thing right now i'm, I'm, I'm on t public creating t-shirts for the podcast um so you had that you had the you know the softball flying casual logo which looks really sick holly comes a, in many on, different colors on many different colors on, especially though looks sick on a, on a navy blue am i right and a red even light mm, blue yeah. there's too many good the ones purple the purple looks great mm-hmm. i gotta give i'm gonna give myself a little pat on the back for that logo because that thing looks sick with almost every color that t public has to offer 
So shout out to myself for that awesome, awesome logo. Um, so that was kind of the softball one. And then I, it was over the holidays and I, I pitched this idea to Holly, you know, ready for her to just say, that's a terrible idea. Just don't do it. Um, but there's so many of the, I don't even know what you call it. I, I called it the and shirts. So I'm Googling and shirts with the ampersand. Right. And I don't know what else to call them. Does it, do you know what, where did it come from? Where did it come? Luke, are you familiar with this, with this shirt that everyone's wearing where it has like, you know, mashed potatoes and, you know, pot pie and uh, sweet potato. And you ever seen those I were just examples. A, that I was a have a clue spot. of what you're talking about. Okay. Well, I'm going to have to show, I'll have to show Luke the T public page. Um, and I, I just don't know what people call them, but they're really popular right now. And everyone has really, you know, funny, um, uh, funny spiels with ampersands and, and, and mm. it, do you, do you yeah, find something? So it's okay. actually from an Amsterdam design studio called experimental jet set. And they made one for the Beatles. It said John and Paul and Ringo and George designed for a Japanese t-shirt label in 2001. So this has been around for a while. I feel like we're really (laughs) late to the party. Well, I don't know. Are we late to the party? I feel like everyone's kind of doing it right now, right? But 2001. That was a long time ago. That was a long time. Why is it catching on now? I don't know. Luke, is this ringing any bells now? You know what we're talking about. Nope. Still, still nothing. Not, anything not a Beatles fan, apparently. Well, I think the first time I ever saw it was yeah. for a Friends shirt. Oh, yeah, with uh, Monica and like Joey, Chandler. Yeah, Chandler, yeah. Yeah, no, I saw I saw that one in my in my research. So I, I recalled that, and I'm like, that's funny. Like, there's a few things about this podcast that, you know, kind of define it, I think, as immature as they may be. Ooh, tell us what you picked. But tell tell you want me to spoil it if they haven't got it? Yeah, we'll, we'll go ahead and spoil oh, wait, it. Do so we? Yeah, I think oh. you gotta sell the shirt. Yeah, skip, this is selling the shirt. Yeah, like skip ahead thirty seconds. If you don't, if you don't want the know. shirt spoilers and you want to go read it yourself, yeah, skip ahead twenty seconds. Go to tpublic.com. Oh, it's t e e public.com. Yeah, I just need to specify that, not not the letter t there. But so I created one of these. What, what, what do we call them again? And, and and flying casual, but no, but the what oh. they called it, the it was the an experiment. They what did they call that? Did you get out of that already? No, it didn't say what it was called. Oh, they didn't they didn't title the whatever this was. I think I said Amsterdam, and you heard ampersand. <laughs> I mean, maybe, yeah. But it, so anyway, I, I I went I went with the idea, even if it's nineteen years old, I went with it. And so we have uh, one that says um, phrasing and chills and Sith plots, and flying casual. And I think it's hilarious. Yeah, it's really you, good. You actually thought it was a really good idea and said, go with it. Yep. And I was I was in shock. I think my jaw dropped. And I'm like, <laughs> she liked my idea. Let's roll with it. Uh, so that's up on TeePublic now, and it's got, a, it's got a, a sale going on right now there, so you can get that for... You can get a T-shirt for thirteen bucks on there, and, and the cool thing about that, you know, it uh, some of that goes to T Public, but we also get a percentage of that as well as content creators, which is a great avenue for artists who want to go out and and not have inventory of T-shirts to try to sell, and they can just you know get a percentage of the sale, and and the rest goes to T Public, and, right. and it works out fantastic. So and then Michael takes the funds and puts it right back towards buying another flying casual shirt right for himself. Right back to the. <laughs> 
I mean, you gotta, you're going to have that period in the beginning, right? You're buying yourself some swag. You're wanting to showcase it. Um, but yeah, so that the, the, those are out there on, at T Public, and we, we've got you know the link on the Facebook, the links in the Instagram bio right now, so you can go check one of those out. The logo though, I mean, looks sweet, um, and, and new designs are are coming. I got I got some some good people here that have really good ideas, and so this is just the beginning. Um, we're gonna have a lot of fun with it, so go check that out, T Public. Um, yeah, so somebody yeah. can make a caricature of me and Chewy, and we Please. can put it on a flying casual if you, shirt. We can put it in a, as a high quality PNG. We can make it a shirt. I just need to say, like, you can you can do anything you want. If you can put it on paper. You can put you it, can put on, it a shirt. on a shirt. It just needs to be high quality in a PNG format. Just need to just need to say that. So if you've got good stuff, you want to make a shirt out of it, fantastic. Um, let's do it. But uh, so that's up there, ready to go. Uh, also in housekeeping. Um, we mentioned this oh, a couple weeks ago, last week, I remember maybe in the last episode, but um, Flying Casual is starting a Patreon, and that Patreon is actually now live. You've got four tiers on there to go check out. You've got a $2, a $5, a $10, and a $15 tier. Um, so you have a, I believe we're calling it Youngling, Padawan, Jedi Knight, uh master <laughs> jedi master i think it's jedi master you picked the tears what was that a joke no i did pick the tears i feel like there's a joke there that you made and <laughs> no, i didn't catch not. it okay i missed it then um so you have four tiers there and, and and there's you know exclusive stuff there for each tier so go check that out um the content is coming we just got that thing launched so we can get it out there um and the content is coming so be prepared for that some really fun stuff um i will say you know they're around i think tier the second tier the five dollar tier is when you can actually get into the um trivia trials intergalactic league and that's going to be an online league where we will host trivia matches between those Jedi Knight, um, or no, not Jedi Knight, Padawan tier um, patrons. That's right. So for $5 a month, you can get into that league. Um, it, depending on the interest and depending on how many people we get in it, we could go on this forever. We could do it forever, um, which would be exciting. So, so go in there, check out that $5 tier. Um, and then your Jedi Knight tier is another cool thing. We're going to be doing monthly podcasts with the Jedi Knights. So, um, in a hangout style format, kind of like we do here with, with Holly and Luke. So get in there, get in that, um, that could be, who knows the, the possibilities are endless, endless. with a, pod, a podcast that big with that <laughs> many participants. So, um, we're still structuring that out, but that's kind of the general idea of what we're going mm -hmm. with. Um, and then in, in that top tier, um, I mean, there's merch, there's exclusive, uh, artwork by Holly Walho herself. It's me. Um, so some good stuff in those tiers, you know, you, we're going to find two things as we go. We wanted to get that up, um, and start getting, you know, exclusive content on there for you guys that are willing to go in there and, and offer your donations and contribute as much as you can. Um, we appreciate that. And, and, you know, if you can't, that's fantastic. Just keep listening to the podcast and, and contribute with the community as much as you can. And, and that's all we ask. Um, so that's my housekeeping. Anything else to nothing else from the crew? Um, okay. Well, I mean, uh, we, we've got a topic today. 
um, I'm sure a lot of you are familiar with, but, but Luke, Luke's done some research um, as on our main discussion point. And, and you know, full disclosure, this may, may actually not be what you think that we're going to talk about. Luke may go on a, you know, a battle for Endor kick. I, I don't know what he researched, but Luke has done the research for this episode and he's coming out with a main topic. So Luke, in, in, all, your, in all your digging, what, what did you find, my friend? I've been on what you might call the the dark web of Disney Plus. I've oh, been God. digging around. I've been digging around in there to see what they have. You know, like oh, yeah. hey, look, like eight seasons of Boy Meets World. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, I got some ten things I hate about yeah. you. Look at that. Or Brink, the my the my favorite uh, inline skating movie of nineteen ninety seven or whatever a it treasure. was. A treasure. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. So there's all sorts of stuff in here. So I'm poking around. Yeah. Looking, you know, what can I find here? You know, I usually just go for the Star Wars right away. But Amen. Amen. Poking around for the hidden stuff, the hidden gems. I see something interesting. I throw it on. Within a couple of seconds, okay. I find myself smack dab in a Battle for Endor remake. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? This is out there. No, it's Trust not. Trust me. Are you making this you up? You said battle. So hold on. These raiders, they come into this village. They start attacking the place. This time, Wilfred Brimley has all sorts of armor on, face mask and everything. They turn teeth. They made some different artistic choices. They turn teeth into the small green guy who's slow. He's not fast. He's slow. Oh, my all God. All the are blue shrimp. What? But totally battle for Endor remake. Through and through. I, I am, I'm, folks, I'm a little concerned that Luke bought a pirated, non authentic version of Disney Plus and he is watching some <laughs> made up product. Luke, what is this? I mean, where can we find this? Disney Plus. And I mean, where at it? Is, is this in some, you know, dark corner somewhere where you have to use a certain code to get into? Um, I'm on a little bit of pain medication. I have a sciatica flare-up, so this may not have been real, but I think I think it was called the sanctuary. The sanctuary, my friend. I I couldn't have said it better myself because I was having the same thoughts that you're having right now, and it's funny. And full disclosure, as always, which I probably should have added a full disclosure line to the t-shirt now that I'm thinking about it. Full disclosure. Still time to modify that design. That's a new segment. Um, that's in, yeah, exactly. Uh, Luke, I, I had, or folks, I had no idea what Luke was gonna come up with. I, <laughs> he, he had an opening for the show, and, and I was, but in my mind, I also had the battle for Endor after yeah, watching you, this you, episode, right? You kind of spoiled it I a little bit, there, didn't you? That's I was like, like there's so funny. no way that he is gonna bring that up, but because my mind was there as well. So, folks, that's that's what we're talking about the the reboot of the battle for Endor. You may know it as Chapter Four of the Mandalorian: The Sanctuary. Um, uh, initial thoughts, Holly, you, you, you said you fell asleep, um, uh, before we got started. So I, I'm immediately a little concerned there with maybe your, you know, first thoughts of this, because I'm hoping, first of all, you have thoughts either you fell asleep at the beginning or I didn't, or you didn't. So you may have some thoughts mm -hmm. or you may not. So that concerns me. But the fact that you've fell asleep at any point during this episode or chapter also concerns me. So what, what were your first thoughts, chapter four? Okay, well, in my defense, I had just gotten home from a 15-hour wow. harrowing 
car ride. I mean, it sounds dangerous. I mean, was and then a- I went straight into what Luke just described. Yeah. It was just a little overwhelming. A little overwhelming. Yeah, she, she made the Kessel run, you know. It was That's a <laughs> hard coming off of that. How many parsecs? Serious. I mean, yeah, how many parsecs was it? Can you do the math or? No, I can't. I don't think there's a it's converter a, for that. It's a, it's a it's a it's a metric of distance. Is it right. not? I mean, a metric. I shouldn't even call it a metric. A measurement of distance, is yeah. it not? I mean, sure. So, I mean, roughly how many? How many? Par- how many parsecs? Okay, like nine hundred. Nine hundred parsecs. Oh wow. I don't know. I don't know what. Th- I don't know what the conversion for Luke. That, that is. may be outside of the Star Wars galaxy. I don't even know if there are nine hundred parsecs in the galaxy. Um, so I think what I'm getting is that that Holly had Thanksgiving on the moon. I think. <laughs> <laughs> the mood of Endor, maybe. How did he know? <laughs> okay. So, your initial thoughts? Um, I liked it. I thought okay. that it felt a lot different than some of the other episodes mm, did. Preach. I think that there was a lot of new things that were happening. Yeah. Um, we finally met some new characters, which was really nice, and we finally got to see the Mandalorian interact with other, other. people in. Yeah. A way that was different than I'm going to come and take you in yeah. somewhere that you don't want to be. Totally agree. I mean, it's a completely different vibe. Uh, Luke, were you, were you feeling, what were your first reactions? Were you feeling that same vibe? I mean, it's, to me, it kind of felt like we were on a completely different show. Yeah, this definitely took a turn and had a, a different feel, no doubt. And what I have said in, in prior discussions that we've had on here is I, I've kind of almost been surprised at how much the show has sucked me in and, and sunk its teeth into me and yeah. that, like, how invested I feel in it, which I shouldn't be that surprised given that it's Star Wars and the way that my emotions normally go towards Star Wars. But I guess it's kind of jumping to the end of the episode. But, you know, I, I was, like, genuinely worried and, and concerned that this was the – the end of the road for some way in baby Yoda that he was actually going to leave him in the village and the story was going to continue on yeah. with the Mandalorian without him. Or then when you see the sniper there and oh. he's trying to put baby Yoda in his <laughs> Harry Covert in his sights yeah. and it's like, Oh my God. Oh no, uh, this is the end. You're going to see like, little green brains just, <gasps> I know that. Yeah. I was, like, they would, I, know. And I was like, they wouldn't do that to us, would they? But at the same time, like it, it almost is starting to feel, I start to worry like, like Game of Thrones worry about the way it concludes and that everyone uh-huh. has these high expectations that there's so much love out there for baby Yoda. Yeah. And it's like, uh, you worry about what, what his ultimate sort of conclusion is in the, in the series. So it almost maybe would have been, you can imagine a world in which it was okay that he just left him in this village and that was the end of his story yeah. for now. Mm-hmm. And they kind of, they tease that a little bit and like, you know, playing with my emotions. So I still just am a little surprised at how, just how, how easily they're getting me on this thing. So did that, I'm sharing similar concerns. I I think if you're concerned at all, I I am becoming a bit concerned. Tell us. I really enjoy the first three episodes, but I mean, there is this 
baby Yoda phenomenon happening where we're losing sight of a lot of things because baby Yoda and its adorableness is kind of taken over and I love it. I, I freaking adore it. I'm going to go get a plush whenever it, you know, comes out. Um, the t-shirts though on starwars.com are terrible. Um, that's a whole nother discussion. And the merch they're doing for baby Yoda right now is utter garbage, um, which is very surprising. I don't know how they didn't anticipate this happening with this, this creature. Um, but they apparently did not. Um, but it, I'm a bit concerned because in this episode, the, 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 the best parts of this episode were baby Yoda. You think so? Yes. Were the cute moments where he's sipping the drink. It's comedic. That's funny. He's flipping the switches. It's cute. Oh my God. Don't shoot him. It's cute. It was the best of the, that was the best of the episode for me. I, the, the Mandalorian's armor looked cheap in this episode it's like falling off of his robes wow. it doesn't look like it fill, covers even his body i'm like he would how did those blaster bolts deflect off this stuff it, it just it kind of felt odd the, the villagers were not believable the main lady was fine no one else was really believable which main lady are you talking about because we were introduced the love interest. to new women the love interest let's be honest well, cara yeah, dune yeah yeah. I, yeah we need to spend some time in cara dune too but uh yeah, we, we shouldn't we shouldn't give her a short shrift here. Yeah, no, exactly. I was like, I yeah. feel like I'm about to get voted off of this podcast because well, no, no, I feel no, no. the opposite. No, no, no. Well, I, wait, hear me out. Uh, Cara Dune, so far not a great actress. She was really great in the action scenes. I thought that was cool as an actress when she's giving a speech to the villagers. I, I it felt cheesy. I wasn't buying it at all for how serious some of these moments have been on the show. I just wasn't. It didn't feel like it was urgent. Um, and then the training of these folks was kind of a joke. But that's but this this is what I'm, this is what I think Luke agrees on. It felt like the battle for Endor. As much as I say I love it, it was a terrible production. And that's why we love it for how terrible it was. But this is different. This isn't some, you know, 1980s, like, kind of spinoff, like, it's it's cheesy like I, that's not what this should be but it felt like it it, it just it didn't feel serious to me it just didn't and that kind of stinks because it's felt pretty serious up until now holly why why do you feel like you're voted off the island <laughs> no i just i don't know i felt like well to your point about what you said about when she gave that speech to the people she didn't care she didn't, she, did she didn't need to be there. She got dragged into it. She was living on this planet doing whatever she wanted. And then he yeah. came into the picture and dragged her into this. Yeah. She didn't care at that time about those people. So she didn't care about motivating them or making sure that they were okay. This wasn't something that she set out originally to do. So mm -hmm. I think the fact that there wasn't any urgency to her being like, uh, okay. So just like get rid of these, mm -hmm. this thing. Yeah. Like, as soon as they learned that there was an ATST, she was like, mm, no, I'm out of here. Out. I didn't yeah. sign up for this. I don't care. Get me out of here. Yeah. So I kind of felt like the way that speech was delivered to everybody was kind of true yeah. to how she is. We don't know if she's a trustworthy character or not. Do we? I, I immediately felt like we trusted her from the beginning. They have so a, a fight scene there in the beginning. And then I'm like, you guys are going to be best friends. Interesting. So you felt like you trusted her from the beginning, but you didn't trust her speech. No, I, I just, I didn't buy it. Mm -hmm. I, I just, I don't think. I just feel like her acting chops are kicking in. I, I don't I don't know how much acting she's done, um, but just I just didn't believe it. Well, this is also 
a TV show that has a lot of green yes. screen and it doesn't have a lot of dialogue. She has delivered the most dialogue probably of any character. Well, and it's no, and it's fantastic because I, I could read lips in this episode, which was great. Well, there you go. <laughs> so maybe that's why I was so focused on, you know, oh my He's God, I can understand <laughs> what people are saying uh, and their expressions. Um, but yeah, yeah, go ahead, Luke. Ollie brings up a good point. Uh, this was. And you were touching on it there too. Is a much more dialogue heavy yeah. episode. Maybe like more dialogue in this episode than all the other one else combined. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a slower pace for the most part, and just like having these characters show a bit more who they are. Obviously, Cara Dune's brand new to us. Yeah, and I think like you guys were kind of touching on. We're made to trust her in the fact that her background is with the rebellion. Exactly, and like we know, oh, the rebellion's the good guys. Those are the guys we root for. So she kind of like gets some credibility from that mm-hmm. off the bat. I like the little touch. I don't know if they showed this in any of the like promo photos or videos or anything, and I just missed it. But the little Rebel Alliance symbol like tear tattoo that she oh, had. Oh, I, I didn't, that was a nice I didn't little notice touch. that either. Yeah, I didn't catch that. Yeah, if you go back and watch it, she's got kind of like a like you think of like with a. A, you know, gang prisoner or whatever, yeah. where they have the teardrop tattoos from yeah. like I don't know, killing people or whatever that's yeah. supposed to signify. But she has, uh, she has one in that spot. That's the little Rebel Alliance like crest. Uh, that was a cool little touch. And to the point of whether or not she really cared to be there, she gives a lot of her backstory as she kind of was disappointed when the fighting from the rebellion died down and yeah. sort of the new government settled in and it started to be just ho hum like guard duty type things that a soldier would do rather than like real war. So even though she was, yeah, she was getting paid as a mercenary, but at the same time she kind of shows through that dialogue that she craves the action. So she even stuck around even after the whole ATSC reveal and decided to take it on because she's kind of like a, I guess a junkie for the action almost. That's true. Yeah, you definitely, yeah. And that, and I could pick up on that. I totally felt that I just, this speech to me just, I, I don't know, it just kind of took me out. I'm like, and it maybe partially I think it was the music that was going along with it because this music as well felt very Battle for Endor. Just the imagery along with the music, it felt like we're in the Shire almost, but like, I don't know. It, it felt a little, <laughs> I've had some Shire the vibe Shire. Um, going on there. It, it was cool to see. Um, one of the coolest things I thought, uh, kind of imagery wise, was the, the 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 droid helping them out in the the wet fields, whatever you call them. Oh, with um, the basket. The, the basket. Yeah, the basket. I thought I that like was that. I that, that was a lot. cool. <laughs> like there was just you're seeing kind of the daily life of 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 people in the Star Wars galaxy that we never got to see before, really. So that I kind of thought that was cool. And and there, you you mentioned they're pulling out what out of the water krill. You yeah. That. yeah oh, like, as soon as as yeah. soon as it popped up, I was like, "Those are krill." Those are krill. The one thing that I remember. Yeah, you nailed it. <laughs> I did. Um, and so that was you know that was that was cool stuff, and we got to see an ATST, um, a, a nice a nice callback there. Um, so I yeah, it was a fine episode. I mean, it wasn't my favorite. Here's the thing. Yeah. Historically, do you watch Star Wars for good acting? No, you go back to, no, yeah. I, yeah, no, you're right. You're right. I don't think that the acting, I don't think you think Star Wars and you're like, oh my God, those are like the best actors. I've never. No, no, I agree. I just, it just took me out of it. It felt so different from the other episodes. It just did. Even the Mandalorian's look, he just looked like they took 
Obi-Wan's robe and threw a couple pieces of armor off of it. It seemed more fulfilled in the other episodes. I don't know why. Okay. It just so, looked 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 like it was missing something. I don't know. Not don't to change know. the subject. Come on. But Watch that cable. You're about to pull that mic out. And then no one's going to hear what I have to well, say. You have done it to yourself. Sorry, it's a new mic and I'm not, I can't touch it. Okay, Whoa, phrasing. phrasing. <laughs> Cheesy, Pete. Okay. Chills. So, the Mandalorian. Yes. Does something unprecedented when prompted to by that village lady. What was her name? Oh, Luke. Ah, no idea. And we're, and we're on the planet, uh, oh, goodness. This is how much research I did Sorgan, before. I think it was. Sorgan. Sorgan, Sorgan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorgan, yeah, whatever it was. Um, okay. Uh, uh, it really not a dense population, and they, they have these villagers there, and and, and, and Holly, what, 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 what did she um, ask him to do? Well, she asks him if he ever takes his helmet off. She asked when the last time was. When the last time was. Said yesterday. Right. Which <laughs> is <just> hilarious. <laughs> um, right? But then he does it again. He didn't take it off for her he initially. But didn't it show him... After she left. And yeah, it waited private. for her to leave. But yeah. still in plain view of everybody was who would have turned around. I don't know. No, but think about, like, I always think about this when you're in a... When you're in a darker place looking to a lighter place, you can see yeah. that lighter place, but the lighter place can't see into you Absolutely. and vice versa. So he was in like that shadowy hut. And so even though he was like looking out at the villagers in the sunlight, I think if they would have looked towards him, he would have been so in shadow they wouldn't have seen That's, him. So he was yeah. he was still concealed. That's the logic yeah. I use when I creep on people outside my house. Well, great. Yeah. Um. So then of <laughs> – So four episodes in, or four chapters in, if you want to call it that, and we've seen him alone in every single chapter, but now we see him take his helmet off. So I think what you're getting at, Den, is is that when we talk about the title of the episode, Sanctuary, is, is he feeling... And because they even say that at some point too, like, right? He, he starts talking to her after being there a couple of days or whatever, like she's like, couldn't you see yourself kind of settling down here, like raising a family or, or wait, he was talking to Cara Dune about that. Right. She's like, why don't you just settle down here and raise a family with and, this pretty lady with this? Yeah. And, and, and yeah. just chill out. And, and so, yeah, he takes his helmet off before that, I think, but you're seeing him. It's what he wants. Maybe. Uh, or he's more comfortable here than he had been. Yeah. Before he's comfortable enough to leave baby Yoda little green bean there which yeah seems surprising i agree yeah that he, that he went and saved this thing and was, would he really have just left it there i mean luke thought maybe there was a possibility that, that he may just have to leave that thing there and go do what he needs to do but would he really have i don't know he went through all that trouble was he gonna trust that you know these people are gonna he raise this thing in a few them. days he doesn't really or what know their them. intentions are he's very trusting it's in weird. That moment. He's very yeah. trusting. I mean, I guess he's like, these people got ransacked. Could have been a whole ploy, though, just to get his armor. That's what I, I, at first I was like, don't trust him, Mando. You don't know. You don't know them. They might take your best scar. Why does he feel so invested in helping these people? I don't know. Luke, did you, did you also pick that up that he's starting to really reveal himself that he, and not necessarily taking out of his helmet, like physically revealing himself, but 
he's starting to show maybe what it is that he wants. He's having these conversations. He's taking off his helmet, even though, you know, he took it off yesterday. The, the, the episode was making a point to show that moment. Um, is that something you were picking up on, too? Yeah, I think definitely it, it was to display like his comfort with the place he felt this was a place where he didn't have to have his guard as fully up as he does or has had elsewhere. And to me, the, the reason that he probably trusted these people right away is, to me, these people seem to be like the equivalent of like Amish people in the Star Wars universe. Like yeah. they live in this galaxy with all this technology and and they probably seem like they were aware of it. Like when those two guys went to hire him, yeah, you know, to, to protect them, they weren't like awed by him or like, wait, what's that? Is that a spaceship? What's what are those? Yeah. They like seemed familiar with it, and it seemed to me like they just decided their lives would be more simple, more wholesome if they sort of lived away from that normal galaxy lifestyle with all the technology and things. They had a more simple life that they were comfortable with. And the fact yeah. that they lived that way and chose to, and they could have chosen to live other, otherwise in the galaxy. I think that's why he trusted them that they didn't have like all, ulterior motives, you know, and would have trusted to have them with, with little green bean. Yeah. And, that's, uh, that's a good point. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a great point. And, and those are the two same guys too, that, that said when he said, just go, Finding this is a big planet. I think Kara may have said this. This is a big planet. Just go move elsewhere. They're like, no, like our families have harvested harvested these water holes. I don't know what they called them fields for generations. So yeah, they didn't want to just up and leave it. It's it's almost sacred to them. So it's a great point that you know they're they're willing to to stick their nose out to to save this ground. And yeah, they probably really don't you know they're probably not a threat to him. Um, but I mean, a, a huge risk for him to take on these, these creatures. I, I don't know if, if anyone else has really gotten sweaty into these guys and, and looked up who they are. Um, I've heard they're the species is Clatuinian. Clatuinians. Okay. I think they've been around for a little bit, but I don't know the whole background or the other places they've appeared in the sort of Star Wars canon, but I think they have appeared elsewhere. Yeah, I, it was hard to, I, I don't recall really seeing a whole lot of their features. They just kind of seemed like orcs. Um, lots Lord of, of Lord of the Rings references in this episode. Don't be confused. Um, but they, their appearance in, in the beginning, you know, going to raid the village and just them running through the, the forest and stuff, that really resembled the battle for indoor it almost felt purposeful right dude like with all this talk uh you know in my, it was funny you said you got those vibes right away i clearly got those vibes yeah the whole joke uh my friend texted me right after the episode and had this exact same thoughts i would love to see uh somebody take this amazing music for the mandalorian that yeah. uh <laughs> uh, what's the cat's name? I have Gorenson. Yeah. Uh, Ludwig Gorenson. I mean, the soundtrack is, is so, so great. Mm -hmm. uh, I would love to see somebody cut <laughs> some scenes from Caravan of Courage or Battle for Ender with this soundtrack. It One would be. Yeah. Cause I, I said this a couple episodes ago about the music. Holly brought up the music and I followed up with saying like, it's so great because it does sort of evoke cheesy old movie or cheesy old tv series in some ways yeah 
but it makes it cooler. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes it hip and edgier. And I think it would be just so great to see scenes with Sindel and Wicket mm. with some of this music, you know, <laughs> it would, it would be so great. Teak. Sindel shows up. around to this recorder stuff. You know? Yeah. Like plot twist. It wasn't actually the radars. The radars. The ra- <laughs> the, <laughs> let me try again. <laughs> it okay. wasn't actually the Raiders with the yeah. ATST. Instead, the ATST comes out followed by a bunch of Ewoks. Teeks driving it. Jesus, <laughs> Pete. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah, bloodthirsty Ewoks just messing these people up. I wow. mean, that would be scarier, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> and that's <laughs> their their defense felt very primitive, and 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 like the 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 Ewoks in the Battle for Endor. So that was another. Another reason why it felt just so much like that movie, when I think about it being purposeful to really call back those emotions, I I let the the cheesiness of the speech go a little bit because that's that was rampant in in the battle for Endor, um, and so I I totally understand now. I think what they're going for, it just it wasn't my favorite episode. It just kind of took me out of it. I, I need to finish watching it again to try to really let it settle a little more because it was late um and holly i think fell asleep you said so she probably needs to finish the, the last yeah. 30 minutes of the show um <laughs> yeah <laughs> pretty much the whole episode, the whole episode. <laughs> it's like guys i don't this is great the best episode i've ever seen in my life i have no idea what you're talking about do you but, guys do yeah. we know how long um he was on in this village weeks it was, yeah, I right? Think a few weeks. Yeah. yeah. And they said at the end, she's like, You've been here a few weeks now. Like, why don't you just like he'd been there a while after that. Yeah. He'd only been there a few days though be in the beginning, which is just like, wow, he's really taking up this cause uh, for a little bit of money. So that's that is something that I kind of thought was weird because those guys yeah. were like begging him to help yes. and he was like, It's not enough money. It's not enough money. And then they were like, Well, we live in this little village, what are we supposed to do now? It's going to get destroyed. Some like rural town out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, what tipped him? What, 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 yeah, what was it? It was saying that it was like this town out there where like nobody else was around. Right. But for how yeah. much it took for him to like change his mind, like he didn't care about these people and their cause in the beginning, but something mm-hmm. flipped to make him be like, well now mm-hmm. I'm going to go out of my way. Like he even argued with Cara Dune about yeah. why it was important I can't remember what it was. Luke, do you remember what really tipped him to, to help him out? I, I don't I don't recall. Yeah, I think it was just the isolation of the village, and he's looking for that place to lay low because he knows there's going to be people after him in, in Harry Covert, So Yeah, Yeah. so then uh, Harry Covert. Did he um, – was it that he wanted to leave Green Bean there that made him want to get rid of the Raiders and the ATST, or was it that he actually cared about these people? Because I feel yeah. like both of those things happened because he wanted to leave. Yeah. I feel like both of those things happened at the same time. No, you're right. There's a lot going on there. He, he wants to maybe find a sanctuary for himself or Green Bean, but I mean, you got to be thinking, though, like if there's these Raiders and I'm just going to go take them out, I know the ATSD plays a big part in them being like, whoa, that's a much different, that's going to raise a lot of flags. Right. But it's like, um, I I felt like it was it would have raised flags in the beginning. Like, oh, we're going to take out these Raiders? That's not going to attract attention, like, elsewhere? Like That was, uh, like, a great hard cut, I think, in the episode, too. And 
it like cut to that scene where they're just like, no, we're out. You got to leave. You just got to move. Y'all <laughs> knew like, about it. You didn't tell us. <laughs> Screw you. We're gone. Goodbye. Like, oh, no, I promise. We didn't know. Like, uh, come on. Like, and that, that was one of the parts where I was like, ooh, this is just going to, could have been done a little better. Huh. But so, I, yeah, it doesn't, it's not clear. I don't think it's clear. Like what, because in my opinion, like you're going to go out and slaughter all these raiders to clear, like to save this village. Like clearly they want what's in this village for some reason. And they're going to, they're going to tell their friends or somebody's going to relay the message that they've been attacked or whatever. Like, yeah, I don't know. Cause he didn't kill all of them. There's no way. No, there's I think no way. Sort of from a simply show building perspective, not in story perspective. This was to introduce Cara Dune, who I hope will reoccur yeah. later on. It's like, oh, you got to kind of take this little side stop here, this side episode, yeah, to pick up this character who's going to come back mm -hmm. and be a part of the long term story. So it's not so much like. I mean, and we've talked about in story, they gave us some character bits, learn more about the Mandalorian culture that yeah. he's adopted and not showing his face to anyone and that sort of stuff, which kind of got a little bit of that last episode when the armorer asks him, you haven't removed your helmet, have you? Or let anyone else remove it? And mm -hmm. he said, no. So it's kind of a continuation of that, just like deepening our understanding of what this current Mandalorian culture is. But I think the biggest thing of it, of this episode was picking up Cara Dune as a character in this yeah. story. Uh, so it's in the grand scheme of things, like a side, a little side plot that doesn't connect into the bigger main line of the whole s series. I think other than like now we've picked up Cara Dune so she can keep reoccurring throughout the, the series. That's true. Yeah. That, yeah it, that's classic television. That's how all television is. And mm -hmm. it's, it's tough to remember that too. And, 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 and in the Clone Wars and Rebels, I tend to remember easier. It's a cartoon. I'm like, it's for kids, this and that. But this is live action. You're like, give me everything now. And it's it's, it's a story that's going to progress for many seasons, I'm sure. So you're right. It's it's to get Cara Dune in there. And, and she does seem like she'll be a cool character. And I can't wait to learn a little more of her history. Because at first, when the episode started, I was like, I bet this is Cara Dune's introduction. Like, this is her backstory. Oh, the mom with the daughter. Yep. And this is why yeah. she's going to get into things. And it wasn't. It was. No. That completely threw me off there. Um, so wasn't expecting that. But, yeah, we'll learn more about her and maybe see some flashbacks with the Rebellion, which would be cool. Was her you know, as a shock trooper? I yeah. really I really enjoyed her character a lot. Like, yeah. I am fascinated by her. I think, I don't know, I just thought that her character was awesome. She was so, like, nonchalant about everything. Like, yeah. at the end when that guy was trying to, like, snipe off yeah. Green Bean and she, like, came up behind him and was just like, that was cool and I unsuspected. Took, I took care of that problem. Yeah. Like, she just, like, she doesn't have time to mess around. She's like, well, here's the problem. I fixed it already. Well, I thought the, the introduction was cool. The fight was a little, I don't know. It was cool in that they were mimicking each other's movements. They're that similar, mm -hmm. and that's why they hit off so well. Because I think they even, like, had their pistols pointed at each other and that's when baby Yoda comes out there and sips the, <laughs> the broth and it's adorable. And, uh, it's like they knew each so other. So funny. Exactly. Even, and he's like, you know, buy you a drink or something. I don't know what he yeah. said. Um, they were just like testing each other to yeah. see like what their intentions Very were. similar skills. I mean, thinking alike. And, and, you know, I thought that when they were in the tents for the Raiders too, yeah. because they like, like he was just like, I'll cover you. Yeah. And like, they just like moved very fluidly. Oh, they work well together. It was cool though. When she disappeared, um, in the beginning, and you, you see his heat sensor 
I think, for the first time. Oh, yeah, that was awesome. Um, which the was footprints. cool. Yeah, we're seeing all these different gadgets, and all of a sudden they're gone. You're like, she's above him, um, and kicks the crap out of him. But See, she's smart. No, she really is, but it's cool. I love that she's, there's a bounty on her, mm-hmm. and she just assumed that he was out to get her. In reality, it's just like, who's this person? How long has she been here? Yada, yada, yada. Um, but the, the, the waitress, the hostess, whoever she was, was also kind of, I don't know. It felt, I like Star Wars to feel like our world, but her interactions for me are just like very realistic, if that makes any sense. Too the realistic. Wait, the waitresses? Yeah. Yeah, it's like getting someone at the airport to like watch your bag when you run to the bathroom and they're like, yeah, whatever. I'm not going to, but even just the way she was, I don't know, speaking to him. I was just like, this is just not taking, it's taking me out of everything. It just was, that was one of those moments that Caradoon speech and the waitress just kind of was like, what? No, no, no. And also you're going to let her watch this baby Yoda that you just fought back for. Well, he thinks if you pay anybody enough money, they'll do what you're asking. Yeah. I, he's been a he's been a bounty hunter for a while, so I guess that's that's his thought. But um, so no, she's she's cool, and and um, look, I'm looking forward to seeing more about her because we don't know a lot about her. Um, she's just like, hey, yeah, I'll keep you some company or whatever. You could use a sidekick or whatever. He's like, nah, I'm like, dude, let her go with you. Come on, like, what the hell? Um, but he wanted Kuil to go with him in the beginning. He did, Aww, didn't he? He's lonely. Wait, 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 wait. He did. He did, didn't he? So why not take her help? Take her with you. He's going to regret it. He's going to come back. Yeah. They're going to cross paths again, and they're going to team they're up. They're going to go pick him up. And like, hey, we got the muscle. It's Caratune. We need the wisdom. It's Queel. And uh, the most unsuspecting band of. And then little baby Yoda who brings the force. I mean, isn't that what Star Wars is, though? It's just this hodgepodge group of people it that comes is. together with a common interest. It always is. It always it is. Works. It does. And that's what's cool is we're seeing this kind of play out over a long period of time, um, which is great. Luke said that he's lonely. Is that actually why he's keeping the little green bean? Wait, or is he talking about Quill? I don't know. Both? Well, I was saying the Mandalorian's yeah. lonely because he keeps asking people to hang with him. But the uh, he's taken so much to being the father figure for yeah uh harry colbert yeah that and, and i think i think it's like favreau knowing that so many star wars fans have aged into being dads and some probably you mm-hmm. know grandparents as well that yeah. there's all these little beats i talked about a couple episodes back the whole um issue with the little ball on the uh, yeah. like lever and saying that's not a toy and how I connected so much with that because that's probably the most common thing I say around my son, and, and then the whole the whole all the flips switching yeah. bit at the beginning, uh, like no don't touch that and kind of just continuing on that like hey dads you can relate to this <laughs> moms dads <laughs> this is for you I don't <laughs> know yeah go ahead. sorry I don't know if I 
said this last time, so if I did and I'm repeating myself, <laughs> just listen. <laughs> Let <laughs> me do it. I know, classic me. No, I saw on the internet there was like this meme that was just a bunch of like screen caps of like the Mandalorian and the it had the closed caption on it just said sighs, long sigh. Grunts. Oh yeah. Like every single screen cap was just him like sighing or like making a grunting noise. And then somebody like put them all together in like one big picture and then they were like, This just in dad of newborn having a hard time. <laughs> or something like that. I thought it was really funny. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm yeah. really hoping for something I've noticed about myself. Like your kids end up being like this weird mirror to yourself, and they they can reveal <laughs> things about about you that you wouldn't otherwise have known. And so, like you, you know, children can be frustrating, and they're doing things they're not supposed to, like flipping all the switches. Yeah, and you know, you try to control your emotions and not freak out on them. But like you needed a release in some ways. So like I've noticed my son now doing my frustrated grunt <laughs> self yeah. when he's frustrated. Like rather than like yell, you just try to let it out by going like but kind of like <laughs> controlled. Uh. And I've I've noticed him doing it in the past like week or two. So I'm <laughs> I'm looking forward to the ma- uh, baby Yoda kind of picking up some kind of trait from Yeah from the Mandalorian to uh, really just go all out on this whole, like, father-son thing. <laughs> you know it's going to happen. I hope it's a heavy sigh. Oh, you know it's going to happen. They, it feels like every episode they're now just, like, basking, like, just adding another layer of the it's, – it's really thick now. They're playing to the cuteness of Baby Yoda, and, and I freaking love it. Um, it's It's – it's a little concerning, but it's I I, I, I still love it. Um, but it's bringing in lots of different people, though. People that maybe aren't even exposed to Star Wars. I know people at work who have been like, Michael, like, I know nothing about Star Wars, but, like, there's this, like, they're calling it, like, Baby Yoda. Have you seen it? I'm like, <laughs> I cannot it? believe you're asking me this. I, but I yeah. was walking by a set of desks, I think, yesterday at work. And yeah. I heard somebody saying the words Baby Yoda. I was yeah. like, oh. It's everywhere. <laughs> They've never seen a Star Wars in their life, but they, they see the memes now, and it's it's bringing people in. And I, I know some people, even at work, are like, I guess I'm going to have to check out this Mandalorian thing because, and I, I say this because one of my co-workers is, is 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 she talks just like that and she's coming to me michael have you heard of baby yoda I'm like yes i have <laughs> <laughs> i won't go into it with you because you have no idea what i'm talking about but they're gonna give the mandalorian a shot and maybe you know it, they would never have done that if mm-hmm. it weren't for baby yoda so it's another it's it, as, as the cartoons you know on, on disney um uh channel and 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 all these other formats they're bringing other generations in and this is another way of bringing other people into star wars and them saying you know what i had a really good time with that show let me learn more about it it's just you know they're they're doing it in many forms and this is just another one um and we love it because we we love star wars and and he's him being so adorable and awesome is just you know another another plus on the on the star wars checklist um you know what i want a plush me too. I mean, yeah, but no. Oh. Um, you know those like coffee cups that have little things at the bottom of them, like they're like the Are, ceramic you ones, can't and they clean have ever, and yeah, you should but never drink out of them. I want one, but when you finish oh, your coffee, Jesus. it's a little green bean at the bottom. I thought you were gonna say With that a it frog would have leg hanging out of it. That is gross. 
That actually may be one of my favorite parts of the episode. Another comedic moment by Baby Yoda. Callback. Right? He spits the thing mm-hmm. out of his mouth because he felt and the embarrassed kids like, almost. And he's like, wait, I'm not supposed to do that. And he spits this thing out. Aww. So I, I thought that was adorable. Now, I didn't think you were going to say Baby Yoda at the bottom. He's of no that. longer French. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he's turning his back on Look the French. Look at that. Uh, ben, I'm sorry, but maybe there's other, maybe, you know, slurping the, the broth was a, a French gonna, tradition. Like, pull it pulls out a, out a cigarette. cigarette. Jesus. It's a show. <laughs> oh, that would be actually really funny. He's in the, he's in the, the Mandalorian ship. He just like, ah, had a hard day. And he just lights one up and puts his little hand out the, out the cockpit. And then so. gets on a Vespa and drives away <laughs> with a scarf. <laughs> oh, all the stereotypes. Uh, I forgot Italian the beret. Or is that French? Oh, I don't know. Crap, I don't know. Your, your, your typical, you know. Some, your typical American. Uh, American just has never been to France. The baguette and a beret and a, a cigarette. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, that would be cool. If he bought a cigarette, I would die. Um, he would catch his little, his little, his little garb on fire. Aww. I know, because his hands are still pretty small. He can't do a whole lot with them yet so it would be a little hard anyway for the record we do not condone smoking on this podcast it's terrible don't do it um unless you know there were a cigarette provider out there that was wanting to do an advertising i'm kidding that's terrible no we wouldn't even then Um, that's a really interesting uh reference you bring up i've been trying to watch one through eight on disney plus before episode nine comes out which hell we're only like yeah, a little over two weeks away yeah. from right now. I know, it's scary. Um, and they put like the sort of the when you you know put something on, they put the rating up in like the top corner of the screen. They also have some other like yeah um, warnings. And and when you put on, I think it's at least episode four, and episode two, and episode one, I think as well have like a little warning that pops up that says this contains depictions of tobacco use. Because think about it. Yeah. I think it's, I think Jabba at Jabba at yeah. the pod race, I think might use like the little hookah yep. type yeah, thing. Yeah, I think he does have a hookah. Yeah. And then episode two, there's the whole death stick bit at the bar, uh, mm. which is like, yeah, is an sort of an anti smoking bit calling yeah. them death sticks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it still says this depicts smoking. And then uh, I think episode four in the cantina, there's like one of the aliens kind of has a, hookah type thing or a cigarette or something you know, so i thought luke was gonna yeah. be like it's funny that you bring that up i've been reaching out to marlboro have yeah, you heard of this we're, podcast we're some marlboro uh, reds flying casual we have to start smoking on the podcast that's one of the mm, caveats i'm sorry show the product being used in the episode so we'll we'll bust out a pack here in a bit or not uh, or not <sighs> never smoked a cigarette in my life guys come on high five there um, not shaming anyone who has, but I just can't get, I just can't get into it. Good. Um, but so I, I thought rather than a little baby Yoda being at the bottom of your mug, it was going to be like the, 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 the ball of the lever. And it was like little baby Yoda, like dropped it in his teacup to hide it from him. That was just, that me would and actually a little be cute, like right? super cute. Right. I thought that's adorable. The ball would be at the bottom, and the yeah. coffee handle just has him leaning, reaching He's out his little hand over the top of the cup. <laughs> dropping it in it. Somebody at Disney is going to yeah. steal this idea from well, me. Well, they already took some other ideas that we've had, which is terrible. So I know they're listening. So you're welcome for that other idea that we should never say on the air. Can you actually go back and edit that out? It's just going to be a long yeah. 
beep. Holly yeah. said that she wants the cup to look like. Yeah. I'll create a prototype here this coming week. I mean, it totally won't be usable because I'm probably going to put some steel ball in a mug. Um, so we'll it's like we were just watching Nailed It. Nailed It. I was actually going to open up the episode <laughs> with that and say, don't be confused. This isn't the hit Netflix original series. It's Flying Casual, which I would love for it to become a Netflix a original series. A hit Netflix original <laughs> I would series. I down for that. But Luke, have you ever seen Nailed It now that we're talking about it? The show, I thought it was going to be terrible. I watched no, four episodes I straight. It, um, I don't know. It's very is. entertaining. It doesn't. It arts and crafts or something? Baking. It's baking. It's baking. a baking yeah, show. Those are all the rage. Yeah. And the contestants very are terrible. Trendy. Oh, but it's so funny. So funny, though. I, I never, I didn't think it would be funny. I thought it was stupid. And then sure enough, I watch it and then two hours later i'm like that was hysterical let's watch more yeah the host even says nicole she but nicole byers nicole byers <clears throat> hit us up she yeah. even she even said i know you're still sitting on the couch because you are binging this <laughs> and i was like oh my god she's speaking to nailed me nailed it nicole <laughs> oh my god yeah no it's it, yeah I was, i'm so that's so funny you were gonna say that because that's how i was gonna open up the show <laughs> nailed it oh, just kidding don't uh, be confused luke you gotta get on the nailed it bandwagon Phrasing. Yeah, <laughs> Moving on. That was good. No, that was. <laughs> that, that's going to be the last spot. It, the, the on the shirt design, right? It'll say "and flying casual" and then a huge space, and it's just going to say "nailed it." Shoot. This shirt is updating live as we speak. I'll have to get on. Do you think you'll get sued for that? that? They'll be like, "We no, own oh, there's this." There's no way they have nailed it trademark. There's no way. I don't that's know. A, that's a common phrase. Didn't there's Taylor no Swift try to trademark something weird? And it got shut down. Probably the number thirteen or something stupid. I, and I love Taylor Swift. I was like, you can't do that's that. That's not why hotels took the number thirteen off the elevators. I think that's it such, a, such a silly, stupid thing. That's such a stupid tradition. Why? <laughs> How do we have, you know, common occurrences of 13 floors, like in disasters other than in like theatrical film? Can someone tell us? <laughs> Maybe there's a huge history <laughs> Let of us hotels. Know all of know. the flaws of the number 13. So this is why I think we can have just a, you know, a casual podcast. It's like the casual podcast of Flying Casual where we talk about nothing related to Star Wars. But with I, a Star Wars Twist? <laughs> Nailed it. Oh, you weren't ready for that one. That's okay. Um, but that was funny. I was going to actually say phrasing because, um, no, what the if, joke fell short. What if yeah. all three of us has to come up with a Mandalorian-themed coffee cup? Oh, well, my idea's already out there, so. Well, so is mine. Yeah, so Luke's got to work on his. Um, I think he's going to put a krill at the bottom of his mug. <laughs> That would actually it to the be bottom cool. A, that would be cool, actually, right? Yeah. There's another idea. Three ideas. They handles one of those droids with the basket on its back. Yes, exactly. Oh. So if this conversation and what it's become tells you anything about this episode, I'm gonna go ahead and say it wasn't our favorite. If you've oh, got a rank, wait, wait, yeah, go ahead. I have my cup. Mine would have to be a Suka replica cup, which is what the Jawas call the egg. That's right. <laughs> 
Like a okay. little furry cup. That would be good. And that like, would be so disgusting. No, but wait. I'm just picturing a Furby, but only like half of a Furby. Gross. Okay, listen. Yeah, you just gotta Gross. chop the head off and hollow it, hollow it out. Right. <laughs> but the yolk comes out after your after your after your drink is finished. Look, do, does it have? It has over. some like rubbery thing at the bottom that looks like yolk. Or Ew. Yeah. Does it have jagged edges? Yeah, it's a it's yeah, a hazard. It has to have, yeah, kind of like a little. Or rough. well, no, they kind of sliced it off smooth. I think when they chopped it with their like one. machete. Yeah, yeah, Does it was it like come a, with the machete. It was like a sickle almost. <laughs> they sliced it with, right? I guess. I think it was. I'm br- I it like was like it. children on the corn up in there. No, I don't like that. <laughs> that was a terrifying show back in the day. So rate our day. coffee cups on a scale of. Yeah, and I don't think that's anything that I can create on T Public because T Public has other. That's another plug for T the T Public storefront. It, it, you don't only have shirts on there. You know, you got sweatshirts. You got even like onesies. I've got so many onesies ideas for people's kids. I don't know if they'd ever put them on their child, but I've got a ton of ideas. But they, you can get mugs. You can get stickers. You can get notebooks. You can get all this different stuff. But I don't think that's one that we can make on there. A coffee cup. I, you'd have to. It has to be a special modification. Oh. Yeah. Shutterfly. What they about ha- you can make coffee cups on Shutterfly. Yeah, but he, could you customize one to have something <sighs> in the middle of it like that? You could do the outside okay, for okay. sure. So we do a flying casual pottery class. <laughs> they will film it because that would be We install great a content. kiln in the podcast yes. studio. Yes. We could do that. I mean, we could. Luke comes over for uh, a night of pottery making. That's right. This and we is film it. Team building Romantic activities. Night of <laughs> yeah, we dim, I mean, dim the lights low. We'll light some <laughs> candles and we'll just see. It's not just, by firelight. It's by kiln light. <laughs> There's just It's just flying everywhere because we're also, terrible. Earlier, you missed a really yeah. great opportunity when we were all talking about Thanksgiving and oh, Luke I'm was sorry. like, Maybe you should do the intro. To your eyeballs with Star Wars. Yeah. And in my mind, I was thinking. Of Chewbacca Ooh. roasting a pork, a pork yeah. for Thanksgiving. Yeah. That would have been like the cutest but weirdest. I, yeah, I didn't see any advertising like that. Did you? I don't know why Disney doesn't do that. They put it in a freaking movie. Why Just not? Just put it on a shirt. All right, put it on a shirt. Well, maybe we will. Maybe Somebody we draw will. that up. That's a holiday special. I can just like see it in my mind though. It's like a Bill Watterson style. I have no comment. idea. Who he that did is, Calvin but... and Hobbes. Oh, I do I know, know that. Did not know the creator. Yeah. Well, that kind of cartoon. We'll work on that. So we'll get that up on a t-shirt somewhere. Yeah, that would be. We actually could get Luke's egg idea up on a mug. We absolutely The can. inside we couldn't, but we could get the outside of it looking like one of those suka eggs. <laughs> it would be disgusting. And it would look hairy. <laughs> I don't know if anyone would want to use suka. it. But suka. We'll, we'll do it. <laughs> Luke, spoiler alert. Yeah. That's going to be your Christmas present? That's right. A hairy mug. Oh, but yeah. I'm gonna custom make it. It's not even gonna be from T Public. With his own hair, I'll shave my head. <laughs> I would need to see that on That's your office right. desk That's at work. That's the Star Wars <laughs> True Crime podcast. Um, What's that? Crossover. Yeah. Michael putting Real hair on a mug. Hair. I know. I know. I don't know about Everyone that. Everyone would want it. <laughs> Everyone would want it. So th- this conversation has taken us to a different place. It, it feels like this is just me taking a guess here that this wasn't your favorite episode, guys. Am I, Holly, am I picking that up? 
But if you're if you're rating the first four, where does this one fall? I mean, I think that I liked this one better than some of the other ones. Okay. In order, I think this one it probably goes episode one, episode three, episode four. Okay. And then episode two would be in the fourth place. Oh, dagger. Okay. I'm sorry. He <laughs> didn't like the 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 the, the I told suka. you guys in the beginning I'm gonna get booted off of this podcast. No, no, you're right. Let's let's go ahead and just mute Holly there for a second, just so I can talk. Um, she's blabbing away over there; can't hear a word she says. Sorry, Holly. I'm <laughs> kidding. She's back. Um, Luke, where where are you, where do you put this episode? And uh, in the in the four that we've seen so far, where does this one lie? It might be third. Uh, I am Suka, Team Suka all the way. I love yeah. that second episode so much. Um, I might have to put it like I might put the the first episode last just because we I feel like other than the Yoda reveal at the end, we learned the least. So I might even go like two. I'm sorry. Yeah. Two, three, four, one from top to bottom for me right now. But one thing I will say, I'm really happy the way they have released this series as a one a week yeah. For the most part, other than that first week getting to yeah. just for my like life schedule, <laughs> not having something to binge. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm really looking forward to once the whole series is out, doing more of a binge like viewing. Because, again, we also didn't know how long each episode was going to be. And the fact that they are shorter. Yeah. This is going to be especially bingeable. Um, and I think when you view it. In that manner, everything has a totally different feel rather than like you get this one and this is all you have for a week to talk about and to think about and to, to rewatch. Um, so I think this this episode will will grow in appreciation in that different viewing format. If you're like binging, like, let me watch three or four episodes of this in one sitting. Yeah, um, it, it would have a lot different feel to that. But absolutely. Michael, I'm what? a little surprised, guys. I, I'm. I didn't know you enjoyed this episode so much. Well, okay, you rate you rank them. I don't know if I can rank the other episodes. I just know this was my least favorite. Uh, I need to go back and look at the other ones again. I, I know as as the show has progressed, I've enjoyed it even more. Yeah. Than I did from the right from the beginning. Obviously, that sounds kind of silly, but that's just how I feel. So I I would assume that the later episodes would be higher, but this one just it wasn't my favorite. I, I appreciated quite a bit of it, and some of it I didn't so much. It just felt too different at times but i know what they were going for and i know that's favreau you know really pulling at those 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 specials and 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 having callbacks there i, I totally know it um and i'm sure watching it more times will pick up even more on that um and we'll i'll appreciate it i'm sure even more after watching it some more but um, we'll have to touch base next week and see yeah if yeah you still feel that way we almost need like a i guess it's a mid-season that we are at mid-season right now so maybe yeah. I don't know. Maybe we'll kind of try to take a look at everything here soon and, and kind of see where we are right now. But because um, we're going to be going on a Rise of Skywalker hiatus here, I believe. I think we're going to be on a break once that releases, at least for a week. It has to take a break, I would think. Um, In terms of the Mando schedule? Yeah. Or or the podcast schedule? Uh, <laughs> the, oh, good, good question. Uh, the Mandalorian schedule. I think that. Well, they're they're hitting us with 
so this this Friday's the sixth. We're getting episode the sixth, the thirteenth. Yeah. So that'll be episodes five and six. We're getting the seventh episode of Mandalorian on the eighteenth. Oh, which they're releasing is, it early. Yeah, they're That's bumping right. it up to Wednesday, and then Rise of Skywalker comes out Friday. A lot of people seeing it obviously Thursday night. Yeah. So that Wednesday, Thursday for a lot of people will be Mandalorian's episode seven. Dang. followed by the rise of Skywalker mm-hmm. the next day. And then they're hitting us with the Mandalorian season finale on the 27th, a week after. Rise wow. of Skywalker. Okay. So yeah, they're not, not really taking a break yeah. uh, at all. It's all coming. Like we're going to be digesting and thinking through rise of Skywalker. Oh, that's as crazy. The finale of Mandalorian is coming out and everything. It's, that is crazy. It's, it's a lot all at once, and Clone Wars will be here before you know it. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that they're releasing it. Okay, there, there's just been, like, a lot of speculation mm. about, like, what this series, if any impact at all, will have on the rise of Skywalker. None. 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 That's fair. I just didn't know what you guys thought. No, I... Because now with them releasing it before, instead of doing it, like... Things are so complicated enough right now for the rise of Skywalker. I feel like adding another element that ties into this. I just feel like this is going to be important later on. I think it's going to be something big, but it's going to be later on. Mm. It doesn't feel like it's going to tie so much into here. It may building off of what they're doing in the rise of Skywalker. It just at first I thought, oh, it totally could being so close. But I'm just like, I think they wanted to get this streaming service out, you know, as soon as possible because every month that they aren't releasing it is money that Netflix is making maybe in the, in when, when they could be making it. So I think, I think they're just trying to get as much out right now as possible. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I just don't think Luke, what do you think? Yeah, it's a stretch to, to think that as Favreau was developing this, that he was somehow working with JJ on stuff. So it's, it's hard to, and we kind of talked, with that uh, voicemail a couple episodes ago too, kind of speculating on the, along those lines, how it was, it was a stretch yeah. to think that they could incorporate it. Cause nine has so much ground to cover and what we yeah. suspect mm-hmm. was only two and a half hours. And it'd be really hard to imagine throwing yeah. something like this. And when we already know nines bringing in some new characters like Zori bliss and uh, I can't, oh, who's the other um, British actress who's new to the Ooh, episode nine. Yeah. Oh uh, gosh. I can't, I can't remember. remember. It's on Naomi, the actress's name is Naomi something, right? Yep. Yep. Um, yep. Absolutely. So, you know, you have new characters who are coming into that movie for the first time in the, in the whole series, introducing them and how they fit in. It's just hard to imagine something else in addition to the characters and plot lines we already have that need to be resolved. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'd be surprised if it did. But uh, uh, that's definitely Naomi a valid Naomi question. Aki. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Yes. I mean, it's, so uh, speaking of The Rise of Skywalker, it feels like every five hours, mm. Star Wars is coming out with a TV spot. New TV spot. I'll be at Thanksgiving, you know, watching whatever, football. Got. Up pops TV spot. Whoa, hello. Haven't seen that one. Cool. Okay. On social media five hours later. Is this the same different TV spot? They are showing so much right now 
of this sh- this this last installment, they're they're taking mostly like a lot of the same imagery and and that we've seen in clips, but then they're adding a, one or two extras in each TV spot. Um, so I don't know if y'all have got to see those. Um, I, I don't really feel like they're spoiling too much of the plot here, but it's definitely becoming uncomfortable now at this point. I'm like, I just don't want to watch them anymore, no. but I feel drawn in. I must watch the TV spot. I don't even must feel drawn resist. in. Yes. I, 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 I tend to jump straight to the dark. You, you, know? just, you went straight there. You, went you didn't straight. hesitate. You didn't even hesitate. Luke would be really disappointed. Luke Skywalker, that is, and Luke Elder. Both Lukes. Um, Luke Skywalker. <coughs> the Elder one. Double Luke disappointed. Double Luke. <laughs> Luke. Actually, we might have to refer to you as Luke. Like an expanded universe with two oh, U's. My buddy in high school used to do the Amberu style to me all the time. Going, <laughs> Luke, Luke. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> shut up, Amberu. <laughs> oh, yeah, we might have to start calling you Luke with two U's because it's starting to get confusing on the podcast. But I don't even know if he pronounced it differently. So it probably was just Luke with another U. Maybe. That was Clone Luke. How do you know this isn't Clone Luke? Is it clone? I don't know. It could be. This is a younger Mark Hamill that we're seeing <laughs> with different hair, more handsome. But maybe, maybe, maybe there's another Luke Elder out there somewhere that's becoming, you know, living with yourself. The I'm show old. with Paul Rudd, which is hysterical, by the way. Starring Luke Elder. So this could be the clone Luke that we're dealing with. We have no idea. Other Luke is somewhere else. This is the clone you're looking this for. This is the clone we're looking for. Attack of the Lukes. <laughs> um, would he have a theme song? I don't know. It would be when awesome. I look at Luke, what would his theme song be? Hmm. Uh, a kazoo solo. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be, I have a great Avett Brothers song for that then. Um, that <laughs> might have to. Yeah, so good. I'm into that. Yeah, right? That's that's a great reference, Luke. Um, so they've been releasing a lot of TV spots. Uh, H- uh, Holly, you've seen, I've made you watch a few of these. Uh, you protested. I don't want to watch that. And I, I think, peeled your eyes open. Yeah. And I said, watch. Watch. Yeah. Um, and I think Luke mentioned this earlier, maybe before we even started recording. Yeah. I just don't want to watch them because at this point, just let, just like save it for me to experience in the movie and experience those little things for the first time. Because I get worried. I know not everyone is worried about this, but I know a lot of times personally when movies start releasing all these extra clips and stuff, I get all excited and then Mm -hmm. I get to the movie and then I'm like, okay, I've seen all of this already. I don't want that to be my experience going into the theater. Yeah. Luke. Yeah, I t- totally started ignoring the YouTube uh, Star Wars channel alerts on my phone. Just they pop up and just kick them, swipe left real yeah. quick. Because yeah. uh, at this point, we're so close. And, you know, back in April, when you get the first real trailer, it's so exciting. And you watch that over and over again. And even the 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 official full trailer for Monday Night Football, watched that so many times and yeah. was pausing it and dissecting every little bit and sort of everything since then I've only watched like once uh if that at all because now yeah now we're so close and now it seems like they're starting to even though like you were saying Mike they are probably recycling a lot of clips and footage we've already seen and other things just rehashing it and slicing it together in different ways slightly but 
at this point, I, my desire to see a trailer is, is just done and I'm ready for the movie. So I'm in, in the, what like Holly was saying, I, just, I know enough going in now. I don't need or want to see any more at this point. So yeah, and that tells us we're ready. Right. And the other thing is like you watch these little clips, like there was one that Michael showed me earlier and it oh, was of Ray. I was gonna bring it up. Well, yep. I'm gonna bring it up now. Let's go. It was of Ray and Kylo inside a ship mm-hmm. in like a white, you know, your clean white it's the room. Same area where they cut down Vader's yeah. to, uh whatever and, they're calling it. And then it's like a real quick clip and they raise their lightsabers at each other and when I watched it, my first thing was like, "Oh, well, they're training." You blew me. That, that you're you're just kind of walking into that nonchalant. That he was statement like, Here, blew look me this. away. And I like looked at it for two seconds, and I was like, "Oh, great, they're training together." Well, because here's the thing. So I, I'm not a very bright person, so I don't pick up on these things. When I first <laughs> watched it, I immediately thought, ha, "Yeah, they're not getting back together." See, they're fighting in that scene. And then I was immediately disappointed. You I was like, watch Ugh. it, and you're like, oh, they don't even seem like aggressive. It looks like th- someone's just saying, and a one, and a two, and a hit your <laughs> lightsabers together. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, my God, you're right. Like, so, Luke, to, to, to kind of draw it up for you and spoil it for you, even though you're not watching it, it's, it's a very brief moment. It's 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 what Holly said, that that white room, and it's where the Vader shrine was that they seemed to, to bash together. Yeah. But it just the camera kind of pans in on them, and you see Ray just kind of staring at him with a kind of a grouchy face, and then they just kind of go, and they just kind of clash sabers, and it goes on to the next scene. I actually saw a freeze frame of that because I think one of the YouTube – Okay. Star Wars Channel uh, videos that popped up today on my phone had that yes. as the freeze right. frame. They did. Um, I didn't watch the video, but I saw that image. And speaking of, yeah, it looks like it's probably that same area where they're in the full trailer where they're like smashing the Vader statue, yeah. Vader helmet shrine. I and mean, it looks like they're cooperating there as well. Yeah. And that I was watching, I've been watching Empire the past couple of nights. Because that's where I am in my rewatch. I'm up to Empire right now. Nice. It, it takes me like a couple nights to get through a movie, watching like 45 minutes at a time. <laughs> um, but that, you know, I'm, I'm seeing like it, I've gotten to the point where Han and Leia and Chewie have arrived at Cloud City and they're walking around in there. And to me, that place where the Vader Shrine is evokes Cloud City so much. It does. And, uh, like this the aesthetic of the room mm-hmm. and like design of the walls and, and things. Yeah. As I was watching that last night, I was like, gosh, that looks so much like that bit from the trailer. And then this newest clip with, with um, Ray and Kylo again in, in some sort of setting, like that looks similar to that. So I wonder if we are getting a revisit in some way to cloud city, or if it's just a design coincidence, like the, aesthetic is similar yeah just to make you evoke a feeling and yeah yeah and that's the thing is that i feel like we know that jj is a pro at doing things like Mm -hmm. these where he makes you think like everything is very intentional with him yes and so like when they're releasing these little tv spots and stuff it is the same clip over and over but with like an extra second Mm -hmm. of something else that makes you think it's gonna go a certain way and I just feel like you get to the point with these little clips where you're dissecting it and you're analyzing it and then you're overanalyzing mm-hmm. it and then you can't stop thinking about it and Whoa, you're freezing. so concerned that it's going to go Lots a certain of way. Lots of analyzing. 
But then you get to the actual movie, and then I think that is why everyone's disappointed with the movie because you've spent so much time working it through in your mind how you think it's going to go based on these clips, and then it's completely well, different. That's what people did with The Last Jedi. But And that's the thing. Some of these scenes may not even be in the movie. Yep. They fly now. They fly now. Like, that may not even be in the movie. So it's you gotta take them with a grain of salt because mm-hmm. they may just show any cool cool imagery that we're not even gonna be using, but we could throw it in here and they won't release the plot at all. Um, or it could very well, and and but they did it with Ray, you know, uh, and Kylo reaching out her hand. Everyone's like, I know Ray's there. I know they're gonna hold hands and take hands and this and that. Oh, and and God. people were disappointed when they didn't. Um, so yeah, it's, you gotta, you gotta be careful when you're watching these things because Mm -hmm. they can, they can reveal quite a bit and, but it's so fascinating to me because like I said, I'm not that bright. So I'm glad I watch these things with bright people sometimes and talk about it because to me, I was just like, yeah, like they're fighting. Like, of course they're like not together because they're fighting there. And you're like, it looks like they're training there. Almost like they're like, like, here's what this person's going to do. Like, you need to be ready for the Emperor to do this. And then someone on the side was like, all right, go again. Yeah, Luke's sitting there. <laughs> Luke and Anakin all the force and Obi-Wan are sitting there. And they're like, uh-huh, yep, yep, again. And a one, <laughs> and a two, and, a, and they're the kind of, yeah, that would be sick. I mean, I'd be down for it if that's what's going to happen. I mean, yeah, we're showing up yeah, either way. Yeah, uh, yeah, the tickets are purchased so the, anyway. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so it was it, that was interesting to me. I don't want to go through any other TV spots, but that moment you brought that up just because we had such a different reaction, and then I'm like, yeah, what you're saying makes complete sense. Um, but also, yeah. I mean, But you I could know. be dead wrong. I, and I, I hope you are and that they're not working together. Oh, I hope I am, fighting too. There. And he, th- she's just listening to him. He's like, oh, that's all you got. She's like, no, and then hits him. Yeah, or shuts something. him up. Yeah, shuts him up and force pushes him through the wall or something cool. I don't know. Um, but it does kind of seem like, you know, maybe they are training together or something. I I, I don't know. Um, but it was interesting. So I, I kind of hope Star Wars just stops because it's everywhere and, and we're all subscribed to their stuff and it's kind of happening a lot now. I, I just kind of want it to stop. Um, but I watch every single one. I don't, So I say this and then I'm like an addict. I just go there and I, yeah, I don't want to stop. I don't want to smoke Marlboros, but I can't stop. Um, don't eat so that frog. Marlboro, yeah, don't eat the frog. <laughs> But smoke the cigarette, right? I mean, it'd be very French. Put them both down. Um, not that I don't. I mean, not even that the French are big smokers. I would actually like to see, you know, what the comparison is to the United States. I don't know. How popular smoking is. That data is out there. That data is out there. We're going to get it. It's not related to Star Wars at all, but now I'm interested. So <laughs> I'm going to have to get those Never facts. stop learning. Right? Anything else in the Star Wars world that I'm forgetting? Um Luke's doing his, he's on episode five of the Star Wars rewatch. I need to start um, watching Rebels again. Got to finish. I would love to finish somebody, Rebels. Yeah, somebody in the group was like, here's a Rebel spoiler. And I was like, no, scroll, scroll, delete, scroll. Delete, delete. You just deleted them from the group. <laughs> I'm an you admin. You will not spoil Rebels for me. Don't post that in here. It's been a, two years, but don't spoil it for me. <laughs> um, yeah, we got to finish that. Got to do a rewatch. We got to get catch up to Luke, get caught up. Get caught up on the Clone Wars. Wow, that's gonna have to be a different Ooh. thing. We got to be ready by like February. Um, so we got some time. Yeah, we got some time. I have to blow through those six seasons um, to get prepared. But we got to do a rewatch to get ready for the Rise of Skywalker. We're all excited. I know you guys are too. 
Um, so, you know, I thought this was going to be a short episode, but man, we went in a lot of different places with talking about chapter four, the sanctuary, um, a lot there to, uh, digest, I'm sure. Um, but if you guys have thoughts on the Mandalorian, did you, did you enjoy this episode, you know, the most, was it, you know, really intriguing to you? Was it your least favorite? What, what did you think? Um, and where are we going next in, in this, this series? Um, and if you've got, you got to get your Star Wars episode nine theories in, get them in before the movie starts so we can talk about it. We're actually probably going to do a live last minute predictions. What are we going to see? What do we expect Ooh. before the movie? So that'll be exciting. Have Luke on here and Holly and all you guys sharing your thoughts, um, getting ready to, to go experience the rise of Skywalker together. And then we're going to come right back and we're going to talk about it some more. Um, so get that stuff in there. You can join the Facebook group. That thing is blowing up right now. There's a lot of, a lot of baby Yoda memes. There's mm -hmm. a lot of, a lot of good stuff going on there. A lot of good discussion of the TV spots and things like that, which is great. Um, you check us out there. You can send us an email to flyingcasualcast at gmail.com or you can send a voicemail. Um, really looking forward to another voicemail. We got, you know, Rob's last, was it last week, two weeks ago? Mm -hmm. Can't remember, two weeks ago. Um, last week, whenever it was. Um, and it was fantastic. So um, want to hear more from you guys. I know there's a lot of thoughts out there. We, we mentioned kind of reading some of the Facebook group stuff. I know Nate said he was cool with it. Um, I don't know if anyone else is really cool with it or they kind of want that to remain, remain private, but some of those discussions are really good in there. So you got to get and join that group to, to kind of participate in that. Um, but so you can send your voicemail to 614-398-2119. Um, leave that there for us. And, and like I said, we also now have the Patreon going. Get in there while you can um, before we shut down that $5 tier because there's thousands of participants in the <laughs> Intergalactic League of the That's Trivia right. Trials. And we have we can't we just won't be able to take it anymore. Um, let's right. hope it gets to that point. That would be fantastic. So like also, I said, yeah. Oh, sorry. I was going to say also, um, you know, Drop us a review, leave us some comments, Absolutely. give us a rating. We really, that means a lot to us. We really like to hear what you guys think of us. If there's anything that you want to hear, how you think we're doing. So Absolutely. give us all that feedback. We love it. We love to hear from you guys. Absolutely. We take feedback in all forms, whatever it is, it's good or bad. We'll take that, digest it, um, and see how we can improve. Or, you know, if you like what you're hearing, keep doing the same thing. But um, just kidding about the Marlboro um, endorsements. We really aren't looking for cigarette advertisers. So, um, just getting that out in the clear and clearing that up for anyone that have may have misunderstood the joke. Um, but yeah, get on there, get on the Facebook group, uh, like, like, and follow the page there. Um, uh, you know, subscribe wherever you're, if it's Spotify, if it's Apple podcast, if it's, you know, Google play, wherever it is, get in there, subscribe, leave it a review wherever you can. Um, especially in that Apple podcast feed. Cause that's, 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 uh, that's where the podcast can get out there for more listeners and, and, and then it'll become a little more known. So, so let us know what you think, um, in whatever way you can. Um, and that's, that's it for episode 12. Holly, thanks for sharing this week. Now we know that episode four of the Mandalorian is your favorite episode. Luke, <laughs> you as well. Um, We'll see you next week, guys. Keep flying casual. Adios.